shit. Are those sunglasses, you piece of shit? <laughs> it yeah. is. I uh, my eye is still fucked up, you piece of shit. Wear your oh. sunglasses at night, you piece of shit. <laughs> That's a great. Are you segue. playing an EDM festival tonight, you piece of shit? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just hitting the intro. You still got the Oakleys, you piece of shit. Geeks <laughs> and geeks, drinkers, thinkers, ramblers and gamblers. Stoners and pet owners, this is the Outsider Social Club, a place where us misfits, miscreants, weirdos, oddballs, eccentrics, outcasts get together and palaver, ramble, prattle, and what a have you. So without further ado, uh, here it goes. One for the party, baby, pop on the road, come in, knock back a drink, there's nobody Hey, can I ask an honest question about that intro? Yeah. No. Who wrote the music? Oh, that's I stole that. That's Peach Pit. Oh, okay. <laughs> that's so good. Yeah, they're great. Uh, but I digress. Welcome to the Outsiders Social Club, and uh, and man, I'm, I'm drinks with Ron, your MC, and I'm bringing sexy back with me as always, the Godfather of drinks. Um, you want to throw out tonight's uh, over under in specifics with the drinks, and uh, I will remind you that we've just wrapped a session. Uh, so have mercy on us, you merciless bastard. Pieces of shit. <laughs> That's right. Thanks, Rano. You know what? We do like a good midday recording, midweek <laughs> recording also. Uh, we'll set the over-under for uh, two sips past midnight is our current sipping obligations. Oh. So on the West Coast, we're still hitting it hard on our friends on the East Coast. Oh, wow. You're Thinking about taking some mint and and uh, smelling a candle and going to sleep. So uh, it's always good stuff here on the uh, Outsiders podcast. And also, great love to see that. Bo back. We love to see Bo in his, in, in his entirety. Oh, yeah. CC. <laughs> and uh, thank goodness we got through our drafts earlier. We'd like to have an episode that isn't about drafting or about movie quotes or something else. Or uh, also uh, well, an episode that could be... Generally interesting, not love Harvard related. Uh, and go. Let, let's do books and parades, Troy. You ready? Oh, I am your guy for books and parades. Absolutely. Woo! Good Lord. And ah, wine. Wow. And hippopotamuses. Oh. Uh, and as uh, always, um, dog or a cat or a bong. If you hear any of those, you take a drink. So it seems like we're weak this week, gentlemen. Justin, Hash, yikes, you're all sick. Y'all got the thing going on there. I'm, oh, I'm not sick. Are you sure you're not sick? No, I'm great. No, no feeling I have, flu I have, a, I have a, a neck cramp, but yeah. that's not sickness. Oh, no oh, flu? No flus no. at all? No, no. little, little flu, Garrig? No one has a flu. Great. Hey, guys, uh, anyone have a flu? Yeah. Flu Panella. Steve Martin. Sweet, sweet flu. <laughs> flu Brock. Oh. Joe Fluco. Fluid Flu Reed. Fluid Lewis in the news. Doug Flutie. Oh, fuck. Fluey Anderson. Fluey Anderson, yes. Flu Armstrong. Yeah, good one. Oh, good shout. Uh, the wonderful world. <laughs> uh, well done. Well done. I'll give, you know what? We'll just, we'll give the whole bit a. There we go. Lewis Pinnock. You piece of shit. <laughs> oh, we can so, hit. There we, it is. 
It doesn't deserve that. And all I got besides that is game show winner or rim shot sound effect. So <laughs> I understood that day, man. <laughs> Much like our friend Hash relayed a previous episode's highlights while we think of our own ideas, allow me to throw out our flu-centric people. You ready? Ah, yes. All right, then. We got Doug Flutie. We got Flu Brock, Flu Pinella, Fluis Hamilton, Zoom Zoom, Smetty, <laughs> Flu Dort, Flu Holtz, Luca Doncic, Flu Holtz, Flu <laughs> <laughs> Williams, Let's Chip go storm the Capitol, Flu Gots, Flu Pinella, Flu Gehring. Captain Captain Flu Albano. Captain Flu Albano. Fluey Anderson. King Flutie. Flu's Clues. Block King. Fluey Armstrong. Flu Ferrigno. Flu Ferrigno. Yes. Also a trumpeto. Uh, Fluis Pinnock. Whoever the flu, hell that is. Flu Hash. Dobbs. Who's Fluis Pinnock? Lewis Pinnock is uh, uh, John Travolta's character from the much acclaimed movie starring John Travolta and Harry Belafonte uh, entitled White Man's Burden. White I Man's saw that in the theater. No. Oh, oh, hold on, man. Hold on. Oh, oh. No. You really did? I did. I have, I, dude, I, I downloaded it. Yes. I have it on my computer right now. I watched it the other day. Oh man! I understand you want to give me the former job, but I need my job. God damn it! I need my job, man. (laughs) man. Okay, uh, I've talked about you, babe, on my podcast before. But John Travolta is an awful actor. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks. Yep. Do you want lunch? (laughs) It just shows that Quentin Tarantino is such a good director that he could pull that out of that. Wait a minute, hey boys! Y'all been to County? Sizzling hot takes. Is that a Travolta hot take, or is oh, oh man, he's a uh, he falls under the category uh, bad actor, good art, or or uh, bad artist, good art, good actor. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean. Great script, bad actor. Yeah, yeah, that's why in that Pulp Fiction draft, I thought he was the easiest for me to replace. But that's the thing; it's he's easy to replace, but he fulfills the role so well, and that shows that just it. I've learned that. Uh, so I watched The Shield recently, and The Shield is is so highly ranked on Rotten Tomatoes. It's 90% overall. One of the seasons is 100%. It's one of the worst Shut TV up. shows I've ever seen in my life. And Forrest Whitaker is so fucking bad in it. <laughs> and it is not his yes. fault. He's a good actor. But the writing, the direction, the editing, they made him into the worst it's just so bad. I'm like, how how did they do? They did my dog's ghost dog. Like, <laughs> no, like what happened? Just like, I think that rating is on the strength of like the first couple of seasons because the first like, first couple of seasons are great right? from what I remember. I haven't watched them in years, but I remember watching it years ago. First couple of seasons. No, were- season, season five yeah. specifically has a hundred percent. They said wow. it's the best season. That's why I was tripping, and I was like, dude, it gets so. It just keeps getting worse. Somebody pay for reviews. Who dude that like, show on the 
on the uh, John Travolta front, like, <laughs> is there a movie you go back to other than maybe Face Off with John Travolta and Pulp Fiction that you're going to watch over again? Uh, broken Broken Arrow. Michael is off. It's so <laughs> phenomenon. Phenomenon. Now, there are some really bad movies that remind me of my childhood, but like, look who's talking. Look who's talking. Oh, hey, I don't, yeah. Hold on. Look who's talking. Yeah. Mm. I can't. Oh, those ones are rough. Three. <laughs> look who's talking. Three. That's the one that you oh. were going for. Uh, no, 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 no. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. I don't know. Look Chris, who's talking. Chris, draft. Underrated Christmas movie. Oh no. <laughs> I have not. No. Mm. What, was, what was that? Well, no, to just like oh, no. all of it. Like <laughs> all of it. Yeah. Okay. Fair. <laughs> the concept of that movie. Just and then there's a third one. Oh my God, Mister. Like we were, we were we were talking about ranking trilogies. Christianity. Like <laughs> Shit. Uh, no. Baby's oh, talking. Uh, I just listened to that that cinephobe. Look who's talking too, and that's a very problematic movie. Oh, uh-huh. for sure. It is Jesus so Christ. bad. Yeah. It was like, I did not remember. Like, I haven't watched I haven't. it in forever. I just decided right. to fire off that episode for whatever reason. And I was like, oh, this is. Oh, I mean, because there's a lot of oh. Asian hate there. There's a lot. It was terrible. <laughs> yeah. There's a lot of everything. Oh, yeah. A lot of, a lot of 80s. A lot of 80s in that movie. <laughs> yeah. Dong, where is my automobile? Is that from uh, 16 Candles? From one of those. They're all the same. I think it's 16 candles, yeah. It was not the same. Are you kidding me? Yeah. Breakfast Club. Right. Yeah. Molly Ringwald's in no, no, there. No, no. She, movies. Got, the, she got the short red hair and whatnot. Say anything. Can I just say, I'm really surprised no one quoted anything from The Princess Bride. I was, oh. I was not invited to the, to the quotes. As you will, <laughs> you piece of shit. You piece of shit. <laughs> I thought about doing, uh, you know, my name is Inigo Montoya. You killed my father. Prepare Did anybody want the peanut? <laughs> Hello, my name is Inigo Montoya. I am also not attended. You piece of shit. You piece of shit. <laughs> I'm the Dread Pirate Roberts. Or Holy Grail. At that, at that point, we, mm-hmm. if we're going to do movie quotes for pieces of shit, we need to get movie centric and movie specific for a grant for a, for a draft. Like, well, at one point we had talked weird. about a whole Python episode. I'm not sure how or yeah. what we would do for that, but I'm still for it. Really? Just, just, just quote the movie the whole time. Just quote <laughs> yeah, misquote the movie the whole it. time. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, <right>. just quote. <laughs> But a flesh wound. And say draft skits from the fucking flying circus, but that gets a little specific and difficult. So I was like, I, I never figured out how to do it. I need to go back and watch uh, and now for something completely different because that was my my jam, my favorite of the Python movies, next to uh, Holy Grail. I loved Holy Grail growing up. I like Life of it's, Brian. Life of Brian was really good the one too. With the Catholic song. Always look on the bright side <laughs> yeah. of life. Bitty, yeah, bitty, so bitty, bitty. I think the, the funny thing about Python movies is that I think they resound with a certain age group, and then you just grow up like loving I don't know. the humor, like, like in a way. 
weird high school theater kids discover Python every yep. three years. It's yes, that's true. <laughs> it, it's it's it'll retain its place in history as right. comedy gold. Right now, there's some fucking sixteen year old doing the silly walk routine to absolute fucking murder. He's killing he's the got crowd. Got two with coconuts it. and he's banging them together. Never seen <laughs> anything like, like it. Every time the coconuts, man. Uh... <laughs> Is it coconuts? A North African swallow? <laughs> oh, man. you the people's front of Judea? Yeah, period. Fuck off. <laughs> people's Judean front. Bring out your dead. Well, the, Bring out your dead. I'm not different dead yet. Eras of the Monty Python. Like, I love I love Lisa Brian and Holy Grail. Mash it up. That could be crazy. I love George Harrison, very instrumental in the funding and uh, setup of a lot of those movies. I think uh, Meaning of Life, he's a huge producer in that. I couldn't tell. Can't see your eyes. Fun fact. What are you guys, uh, you fuck with Time Bandits? <gasps> I don't think I know that one. Oh, it's a uh, Terry Gilliam. The TV directed. show or also the movie? The movie that the 80, 1981 Terry Gilliam directed, hmm. uh, oh. I recommend it. It's good. I'm yeah, the guy got killed it. in 1989 with the TV show about it. He got shot in the head for all, a little weapon. Didn't Terry Gilliam direct Brazil? Yes. Is that correct? Yeah. He did Brazil. Has anyone seen that movie? No. I haven't seen it since uh, high school, but... I need to go back serious. and watch it again. Terry Gilliam, Minnesota. I feel like I feel like at the time that was one of the most um, funded movies of all time that didn't work and it went over years. I think that movie was a total disaster. So, which movie? Anyway, Brazil. Never saw it. It's a country, right? Brazil. Correct. It is indeed. Brazil. Brazil. Terry Gilliam's a terrible done a podcast. lot of good movies. Yeah. I forgot yeah, about Gilliam did movies. a lot of good shit. Yeah, I forgot he did uh, uh, 12 Monkeys and Fear and Loathing, as well as Time Bandits, Brazil, Monty Python and the Holy Grail. And the Wanda. What was the Wanda movie? The Wanda and the Crazy Fish? The Fisher King? Fish nope. called Wanda. Fish called Wanda? Fish called Wanda, yeah. <laughs> I don't think he did that one. <laughs> I don't know. He, we he lost also, Ron because he's, he's doing his thing. So carry on, Hash. Leave the show. Oh, oh he's also, you know, that's uh, Drinks with Ron. This is Drugs with Hash. I'm narrating <laughs> Terry Gilliam's career here. Uh, we've got uh, lots of movies that uh, he's directed um, various times throughout his career. He also did a movie uh, in 1977 called Jabberwocky. I've never seen it, and I've never heard anything about I've it. I've seen a few minutes of it. I bailed out. Uh, he was big into the art. That's yeah. when he moved to England based on the art that he was doing for magazines. He at was the British. Time. He was always in England. No, he's from Minnesota. Terry Gilliam is not from Minnesota. Look it up. Yep, he is from Minnesota. You look it up. <laughs> it's my recording. You look I it up. need to look it up. Research that show. Terry Gilliam what? is from Minnesota? That's why he I just played the Minnesota moment sounder. Yeah. What? He was... No, no. Try it again. He was born in Minneapolis. He he is a citizen of both the United States and the and the UK. So I say again, he didn't become. Hold on, hold on. 
He didn't become a citizen of the United Kingdom until he was 28 years old. Doesn't say but he then he moved there. to Minnesota. No, no, he he was born in Minnesota. Oh, more importantly, hey Bo, do you have something to talk about in the near future? Because I, <laughs> I will mute all these other people. No, I'm, I'm cool hanging out, man. I'm I'm keep on talking. I'll go. I'll go with the flow, man. Keep no, on no, no, keeping keep, on, man. Yeah, I'm here. I'm just uh, man. I'm enjoying seeing you guys. It's been a while, and it's good seeing and hearing all you guys. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, so I was looking at uh, some movies from the. 70s through the 80s with the uh the uh crazy Robert De Niro characters was one of the things I was looking for for the the ideas and uh man I watched Taxi Driver with a Betamax <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> well and I watched um Apocalypse Now on DVD but um if anyone has the ability to watch either one of those two movies and talk about them. I would love to hear about their, their perceptions because that's such the people that I came from are those two outfits that um, I would like to be, I would be challenged to be not those people. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Apocalypse now. Yeah. That's, that is, that's up there. That's not quite top 10, but that's, that's one of my favorites in part. I have to thank or blame my brother. I think the, really into it. Yeah, yikes. Where do you go, yikes? yikes Sorry, high. everything is lagging so bad, I don't know when to come in. Uh, <laughs> and one, of the, one of the things about Apocalypse Now was, so my dad went to the Vietnam War, all right? So he, he basically went through, he went through that, and then basically as a young child took me through all these movies that, like Hollywood made about the Vietnam war and holy shit was that not only weird for me, but it was super weird for him because it didn't reflect his experience, but the artistic, like the artistic take on the Vietnam war uh, in both like apocalypse now and platoon, man, I remember my dad took me to platoon in the theaters as like a child. Yep. And that was a moment where I think I probably turned from being like, yay, military, and not to just, hmm. dis- sorry, I'm not dissing any military people. No, that movie just did like the same turning, thing to me. Yeah. It, it totally turned me. I was just like, this is like horrific. No, so, I was total 80s kid, you know, Hulk Hogan and misinterpreting Bruce Springsteen songs and the whole deal. So. Yeah, I mean, then see that in the theater, like, oh, maybe this sucks. Maybe imperialism we... is such a terrible thing to have, and some of us have are still alive, right? We're not in politics; we don't we don't have any 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 dogs in those fights. But holy smokes, why would we, why would we do that? Because of the threat of this thing? Well, shoot, we also did what? Holy smokes, carbon bombing is really way worse than tunnels. Just saying, if you want to have have a city, have a city. We were we're gonna leave now. We we can't do that. So I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, I felt like that needed to go there. It just it just a little filler tied the room together. Fucking rug, man. <laughs> 
pissed on my fucking rug, man. You see Apparently your fucking ring, man. Look like there's a wife. Get a job. <laughs> Get a job. See, Larry. This is what happens while always calling Mr. Lebowski. You see, Larry. You see, Larry. See what happens, Larry. Uh, Nobody fucks with the Jesus. Wait, have you guys? Eight year olds, dude. Eight year olds, dude. Uh, have you guys seen the edited like like you ever see the movies on TV and they have the ADR comes in over the the oh, curse yeah. words and shit? They still That's, do that. Oh yeah, like on you know when you're when you're watching like TNT and and Lebowski comes on. But my buddy, he screen he he showed me one video on his phone where it was uh, that scene from Lebowski, and it was uh, and you know. Do you see what happens, Larry? Do you see what happens when you fuck a stranger in the ass is what the line is. But on TV, it was, do you see what happens? Do you see what happens, Larry? Do you see what happens when you find a stranger in the Alps? (laughs) (laughs) I was like, oh, to be fair, same thing. This is a plot (laughs) twist. Yeah. <laughs> when you find a stranger in the Alps, the rest is implied. One of, one of my favorite ones is when in uh, Wedding Crashers, she's like, um, like nursing his wounds from the football game, and she smacks him on the leg, and he's like, Jesus Christ! But like on TNT, it's like cheese and rice. It's the yeah. Cheese <laughs> and no rice. And one, one that's always stuck with me if you die. <laughs> Yippee Kaye, Mr. Falcon. <laughs> Dude, the, that was one of the greatest uh, ones. I, yeah. I, I still say that. One. I, I'll say it to myself just and, and get a, and crack myself up, man. Yippee Kaye, Mr. Falcon. That's great. You don't get that as much anymore. Unless, you know, I no. guess I say I, I don't because I hardly watch TV anymore. I mostly stream, if anything. And, but it seems like yeah. once the bleep, <clears throat> the bleeping technology reached a certain level of sophistication, we didn't need to replace words. You just bleeped them. Yeah, it's still it's still fun to, yeah. yeah that Mr. and then watching the subtitles, reading the subtitles, the, the, that's that's pretty fun, too. I was going to say, like, one of the odd beauties of perhaps getting older is that I really oddly miss cable TV. <laughs> and I kind of like this is true. I'm with you. I, I kind of. Yeah. Miss it. Yeah. So, like, I'm totally in. And I have YouTube TV. You can bleep that out. Um, but. <laughs> Are they a sponsor? Hey, Ron, stop recording. <laughs> yeah, totally. Cut this out. You guys realize you say that so much now. Anytime anybody says cut this out, I'm pretty sure it's a bit, and I don't cut any of it out anymore. It's super like, what I'm saying is like, we're going to need a fucking safe word. Like, Ron, if I really want to cut, I'll say giraffe, and then... Rutabaga. And you'll know. I really, it wasn't a bit. I'm going to cut that part about the dwarf. Yeah. It was in poor taste. So all I'm saying is like the the there's a, like a general gambling on with TNT or any of the movies on YouTube TV, and you're just like fuck it I've watched this six times like boom, yeah. and the editing is goddamn hilarious. Like appreciates gives me a good idea of like where we're at, I guess. But 
Um, it does. Yeah, there's the standards some, of the day. There's some good moments in there. I watched Animal House the other night. Woof. They they do. What do you have to do to Animal House? Animal, uh, Animal House is a wonderful movie. If you ex- like, Animal, take out. Uh, uh, uh. I'm sorry, dudes. I have a huge lag. Anyway, <laughs> this is my new said. favorite bit. Fuck <laughs> with Yikes' lag. I think Troy, Troy once up. told me I was Greg Cody, so I think I'm doing well right now. So, okay. um, anyway, the point is, is that they're driving to this house in the, 1968, and where they're just trying to get dates. And Flounder, who is like the kid who has never had a date in his life, basically asks, how do we get dates? <laughs> and the answer is socialism, folk music, and something else I'm forgetting, which you can cut the rest out. But like, anyway, the point is, is that like, you're like, what the fuck? <laughs> so. The liberal agenda in that movie is real, except there's a bunch of bullshit wrapped around it, for sure. That's all I'm saying. They really hate Nazis. I mean, was it over when the Germans bombed Pearl Harbor? (laughs) Hell yeah. 0.00. Thank you. Fat, dumb, and drunk is no way to go through life, son. Something like that. That's and also, it is. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> There's definitely worse ways to go through life, that's for sure. <laughs> Stir Blutarski. <laughs> Placeholder for our friend Goods arriving in 20. P breaks for 10 and come back. Yeah. 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 What, if, what if I have to pee, but I don't want to get up? What do I do? It's been you pee in your di- pee in your diaper. That's how you go. Yeah. I recorded a podcast uh, this week where someone was peeing during the podcast. I had no idea they were peeing in the can underneath the, the camera. <laughs> <laughs> like, wait a minute. What's that sound? That's too much dedication. They need to calm down. Yeah. I was. They're like, I, we filled. I filled two cans. I'm like, what do you mean? He's like, I was peeing this entire time. I was like, what the fuck? There, it's not live radio. What's what's happening? <laughs> right, piss off not, the sponsors. Go to the bathroom. Cool, dumb and dumber, huh? Fucking homunculus. Hold that one. Is this Michael K here? Like, what what is happening? Come on, yeah. you don't need to. This is unacceptable. Let the decree go forth. It is time to pee. Let the urine flow. Tax time doesn't have to hurt. Unless you want it to. And if that's the case, come to the trusted professionals at SM Block. Tax time only comes once a year, but that doesn't mean you have to. Our team of professionals are not only certified CPAs, but also hold certificates of pain and pleasure administration from Mistress Victoria's Tax Dungeon. And that's Victoria with a K. So maximize your pleasure and your tax returns with S&M Block. Our team of experts here at S&M Block can match you with a pro perfectly suited to your specific tax needs and pain-slash-pleasure expectations. This tax season, don't trust your experience to some green CPA who's never handled a ball gag, let alone capital gains. 
or a spreader bar? This year, come to S&M Block. I can't imagine that like they're going to charge charge us anything. No, they don't. It's like Reddit. You don't need to pay for a Reddit account. You can, I think, pay for extra perks on Reddit, but you don't need to. Boy, paying for extra perks on Reddit is a level I never want to get to. Just want yeah, to let you all know. That's a, that's a good band name. Perks on Reddit? <laughs> paying <laughs> for extra perks on Reddit. Yeah. So that's two different band oh. names we've come up with today. Uh, paying for perks on Reddit. What does that band sound like? Shit. Just utter shit. <laughs> utter shit. <laughs> yeah. The shitty Beatles. <laughs> they any good? Beatles. Oh, they suck. But it's not just a clever name. Hey, we're the shitty Beatles. One, two, three, four. I, I will them. tell you, there is a band out there that sounds like the shitty Beagles, and they're called Dr. Dog, and I kind of like them. Oh, I've seen Dr. Dog. Yeah, if they were shitty, the Beatles, okay. like just not giving a fuck. Yeah, I saw a band open for Built to Spill. They were called the, the Warm Hair. I shit you not. The warm hair, uh, and I just kept calling them really bad Pearl Jam because that's what they're like. Imagine if Pearl Jam sucked, it'd be these guys. Was... I thought that was Creed. <laughs> no, no, these guys weren't approaching Creed, man. Touche, touche. The warm hair was an oddly fitting name for this band. The warm uh, hair, like, the warm that- hair. Yeah, the warm hair with the, the the publicist quote that says these guys aren't even touching Creed. <laughs> like, like you know when the band does a song and they do that dun 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 dun, you think they're done, and then you get ready to start applauding, and then dun 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 dun. They did that. I shit you not, fifteen times on one song, where. It got to the point where I started clap and I'd have to stop. And then I started laughing. And by like the ninth time, I got my phone out and then I started recording it. It was like I still caught them do it three more times after my phone came out. It was like, guys, I don't know. I got to tip my hat to you. The warm hair, ladies and gentlemen. You saw Shitty Creed. Wow. <laughs> Actually got in contact with the bass player on YouTube. We could probably get him on and he could tell you about uh, all those false endings. I've wanted nothing more. <laughs> I know. That's why I thought that I'd throw it out plays, to you. This is a music joke, but that dude plays a seven string bass for sure. <laughs> like all like tuned down the whole fucking night. Yeah. Slap it. Yeah. The wall, the one dude, the lead singer was like tall and skinny and all wore denim with like scraggly long red hair, like really tight shit. And the bass player was this huge short dude that was just round as hell with like a weird hat and a big beard. And like they look like the number 10 on the stage. It was just, it was just a really weird experience. The warm hair. It was just the, the name's fitting. I wanna I wanna know like how they came up with that band name. I wish I was a fly on the wall. We can get him, man. The whole experience. The bass player 
commented on one of my videos because I, I took that video. I was telling you. And the false endings, I put it on YouTube. Mm-hmm. The fucking bass player saw it. And he's like, yeah, we had to practice that all the time. If you want to talk about it, blah, blah, blah is my email. And I just never followed up. But I'm starting to feel like maybe I need to be reaching out. Fate. Do a warm hair episode. I bet it's the most lackluster story, too. I know. That's why. First Google hit I get on their album, on one of their albums, is Dark Side of My Room. Maybe. That's okay. the Very warm hair. Yeah. Mm. And I said, now, former bass player. So maybe he's got an axe to grind. We can, mm. we can mine that vein and see if he maybe wants to lash out about the long practices. You think. Do you think they were like, we should be, we should call ourselves sex hair. And then, <laughs> and then the drummer was like, no. nah, dude, that's too, that's too racy. <laughs> right. The bassist is like, how about, what about warm hair? What about the hot apes? Like, uh, yeah. And, and like, quite, there's Carl. somebody that said cold hair in there too. <laughs> like for sure. Right. No. Warm. Cold hair. Are you fucking kidding me? Hot hair. Like, uh, uh-uh. uh. The alliteration doesn't work, Doug. Hot air, bro. <laughs> hot air forever. Hot air and wet denim. Wet denim, opening for hot hair. I would see wet denim. I wouldn't see hot hair. That's fair. And any other great wet fake Demon, band names? Uh, wet Demon is a real band. Demon? Wet Denim's a real band? I uh, think so. Oh, Still, my favorite band. fake band name is uh the jewish space lasers that's oh, that's that's good i love i love that one someone has to use someone has someone's got to use that one the jewish yeah. space. that's a couple of years ago on new year's eve there was a big uh ice blockage over by china in the sea so they kept putting on these graphics on the news of the chinese icebreaker and i just thought ah oh, a great band name i want to play bass for chinese icebreaker that's, that's an idea. idea for another show, or at least a segment. Hey. Yeah. Best the op- Amish zippers. <laughs> I mean, if the butthole surface can get in with an actual hit that actually suffers, you can you can yeah. just name your band anything. That's true. That's great. Great band, by the way. Yeah. I mean, hey, lip, underrated. Lip, come on, Lip Biscuit. That's yeah, come on now. That's <laughs> someone actually approved that. So yeah, I guess they didn't know what it meant. Apparently, so. It's like, oh, that's fine. Yeah, there's talking about wet biscuits. Uh, I mean, their oh, one that. CD was called the Chocolate Starfish and the Hot Dog Flavored Water. So <laughs> it's like, like really? You, you like you named your album like Butthole? Like, <laughs> are, you, are you fucking twelve? Butthole? Yes, yes they are. Piss. Yes, Fred Durst was second biggest douche to wear a red hat. So I got a funny story, but I worked with a dude in the warehouse once that went on tour because he was a DJ oh. with Fred Durst and Limp Biscuit, mm. And he protests that Fred Durst is a super chill, rad dude. Yeah. And the rest of the band is a bunch of assholes. Pretentious dicks. Yeah, no, that's true. And Fred Durst, he leans into it. I mean, he made one of the greatest movies of all time in The Fanatic, so... <laughs> Can you really he hate the, the joke. guy? Right. right, exactly. He get, gets that's the, the joke. Thing. Everyone else was like serious musicians going along with his joke. No, exactly. 
He's the he's the Sonny Bono of our generation. He, the guy who surrounded himself with other people's talent and uh, executed it uh, deliciously. Uh, tip, tip of the hat to Fred Durst, the guy with very little talent who uh, accomplished things. Uh, all right, we're going, okay, we're late in the podcast here. But Fred Durst did introduce, I might be wrong with this, but like, Oh, shit, man, we do that. Losing the accent. I love it. Man, that was an excellent point, man. I, I totally that's agree. All to, that's all I have to say about mm-hmm. that. Fucking I, killed I, it. I, nice job, bro. <laughs> uh, uh, that's delicious. Put a bow on that. Ready, Fred. Sonny Bono got it, too. He knew his role. He was. He played that shit out. I give him credit. How many times have you actually used the word nookie? That's what I'm saying, man. Who writes that? Mm. Never. Fuck yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's weird. Like, what? You really? You pick? You could have done. I mean, there's a there's a million fucking euphemisms, bro. <laughs> there, but none of no that cookie shortage. And then you just meaninglessly rhymed it with cookie and like. You didn't even try. It wasn't even. It was terrible. It's terrible. It made terrible. me sad terrible. and ashamed. Yeah. Terrible. Same episode. I was ashamed. Ago. Yeah. Moving on. I want to talk about food quirks. Like what? Mm. Like, so for instance, I have to have something sweet. I have to have something salty. Just, just mm. as a general, like what is a quirk that everyone has or a hot food take? I like talking about this stuff because it, interests me like when people are like oh, i don't like peanut butter or i don't like cheese like, hot it's just- food take for me hmm. i grew up very rustically with uh the things from the urban intramountain west west virginia like those are my people right country bro i hated it i hate hmm. beans i hate ham i hate cornbread i hate everything else as an adult i can't wait to make beans and cornbread and hash and be true to my roots but when you're through it, you can't appreciate it. That Great. would be a, a through thread. I think we could talk about forever. Oh yeah, I would say that. Like one of the th- that really reminds me of the the Lessa thing I did at Christmas, <laughs> where I was just like, <laughs> "Yes, I love Lessa." No, you just put some sugar <laughs> on it, some butter, no. and that's it. But some, some crazy motherfuckers decide and... to put like dried fish and all this. Yeah, nonsense on it. Like yeah. no, like yeah, I mean that kind of ruining your childhood. Sorry, hash, but like I, I <laughs> like this, and hash is like uh, anyway. I won't speak for him, but he's got some food knowledge. Well, the food, not the person, is amazing in my life. Like uh, I love to show off my hash skills. Right, and that's 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 where I'm from, the Midwest, with a thing. And a couple of leftovers and some do some stuff with an egg and some garlic or whatever else. I mean, bam. And some stuff with an egg. Am I right? Yeah. All right. I got a food quirk. Okay. Yeah, well, also terrible. Sorry. Um, One thing that I love and that I seek out when my girlfriend and I are sharing a bag of potato chips that we have an agreement that she must give me the chip if it 
has these qualities. You've oh got God. a pre-existing chip Looks agreement. Like Jesus. Do you have this? Is look, this does this exist pre, in pre, writing? Prenuptial agreement. Yeah, prenuptial chip. Ink and paper, or is this a strictly oral chip agreement? Oh, this is just known. This is okay. okay. He also knows that it's, so uh, it's not on ink and paper. You're a fool, my friend. You get it's that common writing. law. Hey, it's common law. Common law, man. Bird, chip law. <laughs> get it. Get it in writing. Chip law. Okay. okay. All right. Lay it wow. on me. Wow. Get the potato chips that have the like. It looks like it's a burnt part, but you know it's that dark piece of the potato. Oh. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Uh-huh. Where it's like. Yeah. It's like the eye of the potato, or it's like something that you wouldn't eat if you were to have the potato and to be chopping it up and making like home fries or something at home, right? Like, you would probably ew. be cutting that out. It's like a little black, like dark spot on the corners, right? I love yeah. those. I want them every time. They're fantastic. Agree. They're Agree. You, you complete about, me. Yeah. No. Piece of shit. Piece of shit. Oh, fantastic. <laughs> Give it to me. You can just send me yours. It's all good. No, it's funny. I guess my mom, uh, my dad died when I was a kid, so I get everything fucking secondhand. But she said they had a thing where, you know, when you've got the folded chip and then yep. there's one tucked inside of that, yes. that was the chip of contention amongst them. In oh, the, the clit it? chip. In the marriage. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have another sounder. I couldn't give you the loser sounder, so we're going to go with the winner sounder for the clit chip. That's all I got. I got to get a better uh, non-loser sounder. Writing it down. Sweet after salty, though, Justin? That's Always. So another thing about that quirk, though, is um, if I'm ever at a party or whatever... I can't do a fruit based or like a, like, you know, so like Skittles, whatever, and then go back to salty. Like, <laughs> if, 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 Skittles? If, well, I'm, I'm just saying, like, it's not like chocolate, right. well, the rainbow. non chocolate yeah. sweet, if you will. So if I'm like eating chips and dip, whatever, and then I eat, you know, a piece of lemon cake, if, there, if there's like chocolate cake there too, I have to have chocolate cake. I can't end on a non chocolate thing. It's really weird for me. And if there's a mint thing, I definitely end on the mint thing because it gives me the whole illusion that mm. I'm putting mint in my mouth. My mouth, my breath smells better or whatever. <laughs> so, like, when the main thing that does this for me when I'm at a movie theater, I get a bag of popcorn, obviously. Who doesn't? Obviously. And then I sneak in, obviously, because you're not paying $5 for this candy. Either some kind of, again, fruity-based Sour Patch Kids or Mike and Nick's or Skittles or Twizzlers, and then I finish it off with a chocolate thing, whether it's Snow Caps or Junior Mints or Raisinets. So I have to go with that order. I can't do chocolate before, like, Mike and Nick's. can't do it. What? Um, apologize. I have uh, people in the back over here. They're asking me. Uh, I know what they are, of course, but uh, <laughs> will you t- tell them what Snow Caps are? So snow caps are, I mean, it depends where you are. non perels they're a chocolate candy with like little white sugar dots on them. Um, just I guess just chocolate and sugar. Yeah, like little sugar pellets look like snow on top of a yeah. a black piece of candy. I'm chocolate also candy. unfamiliar with that. Mm. I, no, I know just what they are, but I've just always wondered. I was thinking that they were like filled or something. No, I mean, there's. 
I think there's uh, like a winter, like a Christmas theme one, whereas like they're filled with like peppermint in it. But that's about it. Which Sounds also like the a junior cocaine joke. Drugs. Back by popular demand, cocaine for children. Is your infant's gums bothering them? Are they sleepy during the day? Non-GMO and completely organic, try Sugar Booger brand cocaine. Only at Connor's Cocaine Emporium. Off I-5 and I-405, next to the Alderwood Mall. A little, <laughs> a little sprinkle, a little some sugar in there. A little some nose sugar. Some booger sugar. Snow caps. Yeah, know? booger sugar. Yeah, well, nose candy. Doesn't everybody know snow caps? I don't know. No Non-Pharrell's. They're also called, depends on where you are in the area or from. I'm unfamiliar. But like snow caps are the small ones that you get at the movie theater. Like non-prels are about the size of a quarter. Mm. All right. What's everyone's go? If you can only have one candy movie theater, what is movie? it? Like, assuming you're getting it at the movie theater, you only get one choice. I'm going Sour Patch. It's a solid choice. Yeah. Man, they're delicious. They're shaped like tiny people. <laughs> but I appreciate it. Like a big them. cannibal. Yeah. <laughs> I gotta get I gotta go junior mint. Tiny sugar covered person. <laughs> Ooh, I like the the hot green M M&M girl with the flat boots. <laughs> <laughs> you must be an alpha male. Stimulating about them candies. <laughs> I guess I have kind of a quirk. I don't eat candy at the movie theater. I, I just don't do it. I don't. That's it's acceptable. a witch. I don't eat candy at a movie. It's, it's, I don't know. It's do you eat popcorn candy? elsewhere? Elsewhere, yes, but not. Okay. Don't, do you when eat I go to a movie the movie? Theater, I see the the huge wall of candy and the and you know I, I have no desire to eat candy at a movie theater. Popcorn. So I will wait, do, wait. Whoa, whoa, whoa! I am so disappointed <laughs> that none of you backed me up on the cool. witch I guess thing. That's my quirk. Then I guess that's my food quirk. I don't eat candy at a movie theater. I just I, I can't think of any time when I've ever had any candy at a movie theater. Sorcery. Yeah, yeah. I'm a wizard. Yeah, I'm too no. awesome. No candy for me. Fuck off. <laughs> so you can okay. tell me your Christmas lights I'll, don't get tangled. Nachos, crush some nachos. I'll crust some nachos with jalapenos, corn dog or hot dog, popcorn. But man, I just hmm. man, it's, it's not my it's not my thing, man. It's not my jam. I'm so I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You don't even do the, you don't even do the. Uh, um, I'm flustered. Sweets are stupid. <laughs> I don't know what to say to that. You don't even do the Jamel Hill where you put the M and M's inside the uh, uh, popcorn. Oh no, Ooh. I'm a I'm a you know, standard popcorn guy. I, it's like salty Dan, and sweet. Dan with his fancy popcorns, like no, no, just give me regular butter, popcorn, butter. That's all I want. I need that Dan popcorn though. It's tahini. That's that's does it, that's, does that's, it ever that's, exist? That's it. Yeah, it's it's super easy. Yeah. It's caramel corn with tahini in it. Just oh, that's do that. Okay. Mm. We've done that. Kill his ass. Yeah, it's, it's yeah. fine. Yeah. Next year, not the way he does. Six, we will oh. kill it for sure. <laughs> Uh, I thought the whole popcorn thing was a bit. I don't think it's like real. It, it, no, it's real. Oh, it's real. Thing. Oh, it's real. Sunshine. Well, uh, I know like people make popcorn. I saw like him making popcorn and having a secret popcorn. I thought it was a whole bit. Oh no, not at all. It's yeah. it's not a bit at all. Back it. in the twenty uh, fifteens, when they were on the seven nineties, it was quite the thing. Yes. 
Um, my candy of choice is going to be those uh, cookie dough bites. Oh, they're solid, man. They're good. Boo! They're disgusting. Yeah, boo. yeah. I'm booing all the candy. Boo! They're disgusting, and I like them. Um, second choice would be the bunch of crunch. What? You're old school, man. Bunch of crunch does it doesn't come around very often. Dude, bunch of crunch is the shit in the box. You, are you Ooh. eating Butterfinger BBs too? If, I mean, they don't make them anymore, and the reason is because they melted in the package so much. Um, <laughs> that's at least what I could deduce. I'm I I have a an essay that I wrote about Butterfinger BBs for Snack Attack, but it's, it's an episode that's going to come out soon. Nice for season two. <laughs> but I did episode one of Snack Attack was the McAfrica. Episode that's, two that was good. Is, Episode two is Crystal Pepsi. Episode oh, three is yes. Butterfinger BBs. That Butterfinger BBs is the only thing that worked, right? The other two were fails with capital F. Well, oh, well the Crystal, McAfrica Crystal Pepsi was amazing. Crystal Pepsi, I loved Shut it. Up, when I was a kid. Loved it. And you, you want to talk about a whiskey mixer? Unbelievable. I believe it. At twelve, yeah. maybe. <laughs> no, no, like three years ago when they brought it back. I bought yeah, it specifically as the whiskey mixer. It was amazing. A wixer. <laughs> Wixing it. Yeah, bunch of crunch. That shit's just fire. Yeah, fire yes. energy or fire what? real fire? Uh, I got a really controversial candy. pick here because I don't think anybody likes this. But Candy corn? Are you, you going to be... <laughs> you um, wait, guess? are you are you about to drop guy? a hot take on us? Brittle I don't know. Like, you guys want to guess? Uh, Raisinette. Almond Joy. Almond oh. Joy's dope. It's underrated. Okay, thank you. Oh wow. I What's a candy really bar? You want a candy bar? That. Wow. He's found an ally. This huh? is amazing. It was a special moment. I'm glad I was here for it. The look on your face, you Justin. It's a candy. You don't want a candy bar in like the movie theater situation. You want like something you can pop in there, keep on popping, or pulling if it's Twizzlers, or whatever. Like like I said, Ron's got Sour Patch Kids, bunch of crunch, popcorn, well, even like a whole bunch of stuff you can pop. Enjoy shamed right now, like deep. Um, oh, I'm saying I, you I found say an thing. almond joy yeah. ally with hashy. It's my wife's favorite candy. All right. I'm an almond boy. Feel better now. (laughs) (laughs) In an almond world? One thing I wanted to really go back to for a second is that Bo said that he eats candy bars outside of movie theaters. But he doesn't eat them inside movie theaters because... Well, not like standing directly outside. (laughs) Weird. Offering kids candy. Yeah, just like, like, I'm going to eat this candy bar and then I'm going in. Uh, I guess it's yeah. popcorn. That's to me, really, it's popcorn. You go to the movie theater, you get popcorn. For me, and uh, and, and I, it's it's not like you know the rest of my family they'll do it, but for me, I just I want I want me a, a bag or a box of popcorn. That's it. Or like I said, or some nachos or a hot dog, something like that. I'm good. Hashtag throwback snow caps plus popcorn. Mm. <laughs> Right. Now you you got to give me some ideas. Maybe the next time I go to the movies, I'll have to. Get, okay, so give me some. Good, so what should I do? Since I'm a candy or mixed candy and popcorn rookie, what do I need to do? If I'm going the next movie I go to, what should I do? I need to move. Medium bag of popcorn, large bag of snow caps, 
dump them in. Extra syrup and and uh, not butter. Uh, extra butter on top. Shake it up. Eat it. You'll love it. You'll be happy. Is someone making popcorn right now? <laughs> There's like a noise coming from someone's house right now. No, I, I heard <clears> that. No. Yeah, I hear it too. Oh, I hear that. I don't. It's because of you, probably. Pop- that does. <laughs> That's Hashi's pop- house. Big popcorn yeah, wants you to believe that. Did you guys ever do the Jiffy Pop that was like colors of like blue, green, and red? Yeah. That was weird. Did you do them on the stovetop? Yes, I did in the stovetop. Uh, I did not burn the house down like in Scream. <laughs> also, it wasn't being attacked by anyone like in Scream. <laughs> Too many burned the house down. So, okay, yeah, I'll give that a try. Next next movie, I'm trying to think what movie I'm going to go see next. I haven't seen Avatar yet. You guys seen Avatar? Don't need to see it. Don't need to. <laughs> Too bad Coley's on this call right now. (laughs) Coley hated it, huh? No, Coley loves it. She thinks it's the best thing ever. It's just blue people. What, Dances with Wolves? That's all it is. Yeah, yeah, that was part one. Yeah, pretty much Dances with Wolves with Aliens. Yeah. So, but it looked great. It looked great. The the first one looked great. I watched it, and I think that was the first, like, the new 3D movie when they came out. I think that's, like, one of the first ones I watched. And it looked great. But I was like, okay, I've seen this movie before. <laughs> I've seen, I, I've seen uh, the plot. I've seen, yeah, Fern Gully, <laughs> Dancing with the Wolves. Yeah, I've seen this before. So fucking Fern Gully reference. <laughs> <laughs> Remember when like three D TV is gonna be like the best thing ever, and like everyone was like going out and buying them, and yeah, yeah. then it lasted like two years. Yeah, I yeah. got one. You got one. Oh, no, man. the curve TV was terrible. What a terrible idea, right? <laughs> God. But I bought I bought my 3D TV used, so they had a whole bunch of the movies for it. So I've like Wreck It Ralph and Cloudy with a Chance of Meatballs. So it's fun Someday. to like watch like terrible movies that were made for 3D, where like the pop right. visual effect is supposed to stick out, and like the yeah, Final Destination movie totally they did with it, where it's like they shove a nail through someone's head or whatever, and it's supposed to come out at you. I'm like, man, this is not hit when it's not a 3D movie. Okay. <laughs> it's just not hit. Okay. Speaking of that, Final Destination in 3D, that that was the most fun I've ever had in a movie theater. Because everyone in the in the audience was screaming. There's a bunch of kids screaming, losing their shit. Jumping. Yeah, jumping. And I you know, I had I had so much fun. Because I, I was more almost people watching was the fun part of it. Watching everyone else's reaction to it. And so I got a kick out of that. Years that was years ago. It might have been around the same time Avatar came out and the original came out in 3D, so well, along those lines, what what other good movie theater experiences do you guys have? Is there particular movies where the crowd was hot? After Infinity War, everyone was very upset, mm-hmm. and I was very pleased at how upset everyone was. <laughs> everyone was like, "What? They're all dead? I don't get no that your that tears happened. Your tears. Like, Excuse, yes. like what? Like like people were like angry, and I was like, this is awesome." I was like, you all don't know anything. Yeah. I watched an, I watched Annapolis with a whole bunch of like midshipmen, and they actually loved it. And I thought that was kind of like weird because other people I've dealt with, like talked to that were in the like Navy, were like nothing like this at all. <laughs> but the midshipmen that like there was a whole like group of them that were in front of us, and they were like, 
laughing and then clapping at one point. I'm like, okay, I guess this is accurate. Then other people are like, no, it's not even close to being accurate. I'm like, oh, I don't know. <laughs> they were on drugs. <laughs> Most likely, sir. <laughs> uh, I remember seeing Star Wars Episode Three uh, opening night, like first show. Ooh. So it was really big. Um, my boss at the time had gotten tickets. He was a huge Star Wars guy, and then he couldn't go. And he gave them to me. And I took my friend, who was the biggest Star Wars fan that I knew at the time. And she fell asleep. <laughs> and I was yelling at the screen by the end of it, because that was a fucking awful movie. <laughs> It's funny. It's like revered as the best one in the trilogy of the sequels too. I mean, they're all really bad. I mean, like episode two is one hundred percent entirely like on green screen. There's like nothing shot not on green screen, and I think episode three might be the same way. But like episode two, it's just like, ooh, this is yeah. episode two was bad. Yeah. Episode one, I think, was the best one just because it has a couple memorable moments, but like. Hayden Christensen is a he might be a good actor but that dude does not know how to pick a role because every single role he's in he's a horrible actor and that's like I think he might be the worst actor I've ever seen call him mannequin Skywalker is that they called him <laughs> I've never heard that but that's good that's good yeah I, I heard that a while years ago they called him mannequin I hate Skywalker. sand it's coarse and gets oh, everywhere it's coarse Everywhere. I think, just, I think like, a lot of that is George Lucas's writing, man. He's he lost it. He's lost his touch. He again, like he, no, well, he didn't write the first three. He just directed them, dude. Like, he's, know, he decided to write the prequels. No one edited them or something because it's like, how do you make Darth Vader the most badass villain in cinematic history at this point? You take him and you reduce him to a child and then an adolescent in those played by those people, and it's just like. Jesus. Have you have you heard the the stand up with um Patton Oswald where he's like if I I was like what would you do if you had, you had a time machine you you went back and you know he's like I go back and meet George Lucas and he's like oh hey all right I'm uh, thinking about a Star Wars prequel where you know you see oh, I love Star I love Star Wars you know I, I love Darth Vader he's like well yeah well now he's a kid yeah I don't give a shit about that <laughs> yeah I don't, I don't care about that though <laughs> I mean even though it could have been like dope but it was right. just like there's so many possibilities for it and it's just like george lucas he just took his hubris and just used it as lubricant to please himself and then made more star wars movies and ignored everyone that tried to like put input and the fact that he directed them well here's a funny interesting story i just saw like a couple days ago about the original trilogy apparently one of the editors if she wasn't the primary main editor was his ex-wife of the original trilogy hmm. and apparently they had a messy divorce and the whole story was about basically why we never got a blu-ray version of the original trilogy but we only got a blu-ray version of the special edition apparently when they got divorced it was a messy divorce and he was paying her alimony and he would have had to pay her royalties on the original trilogy since she was the editor but since he went back and re-edited for the special edition a new copyright was created so special edition has a different copyright from the original trilogy 
So, so he cut her out of royalties by creating the special edition. And of course she had, she, of course she didn't edit, you know, episodes one, two, oh, and three, man. but That's apparently a lot of the best decisions for, you know, episodes, you know, four, five, and six were her, her editing, her, yeah, her I believe that. editing. And, since you know she's she wasn't involved in any more Star Wars movies, maybe that's the reason why they're not as good. Part of well, the reason. That's a that's a big bummer, but that also makes a lot of sense because I've been for the longest time. I'm like, why the fuck would you get rid of the original versions of the movies and only have the special editions of the original trilogy moving forward? Like, why would like why would you not offer that copy anywhere? And it's like, oh, he's just being an angry uh, divorcee. Yeah, being being a dick. Yeah, he didn't want to pay her alimony and royalties, so he's yeah. like, "Okay, I got to pay you alimony. I'm not going to pay you royalties." So, I don't know. Like I said, I was like, "Wow, that's that's pretty messed up." But I would have loved to have had that original editor's touch on one, two, and three to see to see if she would have cut things out that she cut out of uh, you know four, five, and six. Because apparently, her it was her idea to kill Obi Wan. Uh, in episode four, that was her. I guess apparently George wanted him to survive, and you know maybe train Luke in episode five or whatever. But Carrie it was her Fisher idea. sucks ass, and also she's dead. Oh, Carrie Fisher? Are we? Are we here? Do I hear Carrie Fisher slander? No, don't 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 tell me that. No, 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 no. no. You're going too far, and you're going too, good too far. He's not going to stand for any Carrie Fisher slander. I will not stand for Carrie Fisher slander. No. Not not gold bikini now. Can I oh, ask no. for oh, you the foundation of the slander? Troy. Well, mostly Carrie Fisher was a great actress who was abused by the system, and also Nepo baby, Nepo baby. Oh, that Nepo baby. Yeah, that's all I got. It's true. Yeah. Doesn't make her a bad person though. I mean, she wasn't the Burbs, so. <laughs> oh man, I know. I was disappointed how they how they handled her character, how the Princess Leia was portrayed, and I guess what was that? Uh, the well, she didn't. She, I guess she died while they were making. Episode. Yeah, I was all right with that. I was all right with how they did it. I don't know. I mean, you can't really like flying through space, man. That was, was like, bad. Hey, that, what the hell? Why is she flying, man? Come on. So, yeah, they kind of like lost. Jedi powered her way back into the ship. I mean, well, thank God yeah. she was on the uh, on the ship when uh, Jabba the Hutt came around. <laughs> yeah, everyone. Get your ass out. And Blues yeah. Brothers. Don't forget Blues Brothers. Yeah, the, the gold bikini, yes. Well, forever. That That is, uh, yeah, as far as, like, you know, scenes or outfits, that's up there. That's that's I easy. Top it. top five. Well, as a Jabba fan, I can tell you that I was unhappy with those little tiny people around Jabba because, frankly, <laughs> they needed to get off that. So, hello, Jabba. You're my man. Also, killing it. Jabba Nobada. Oh, 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 